The Tom Sumner Program. Old fashioned radio for a new generation. Oh, it's always a pleasure to be with you, John. You know that. Yay, Tom! I love it in Flint! You're very astute, Tom. Not an easy question. I'll debate Andy Dillon on your show. Well, uh, that's a very good question. Uh, Hello, darling. This is Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, with Tom Sumner. I'm all right, Tom. How are you? Hey, lucky day, Mr. Sam. Ciao, Tom. How are you today? That's a good question. <laughs> Hi, this is actor, comedian, Jonah Pody, and you're listening to the Tom Snyder, uh, Tom Smothers. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, what's his name? Uh, Sumner. The Tom Sumner Program. Good morning, Tom. How are you doing? Hey, at least I got the Tom part right. The Tom Sumner Program. Old-fashioned radio for a new generation. This is Mayor Sheldon Neely, and you're listening to The Tom Sumner Show. When I asked you for my freedom Little did I know That I'd long for chains to bind me so, baby, why'd you let me go? Now I'm begging and I'm pleading Just to be tied down To the love I thought shackles You mean more than all I found Come and wrap your arms around me Darling, won't you free me from my freedom?
Welcome back, everybody. This is the Tom Sumner Program. We're going to shift gears this hour and talk with the author of a new book called The Human Calling. 3,000 years of Eastern and Western political philosophy all rolled into a book by my guest this hour, uh, Dofeng He, who uh, joins me by phone. Dofeng, good morning and welcome to the show. Uh, thank you. Yeah, let's let's talk about this a little bit because in your book there are you refer to um three great reflections. Um can you explain that to me a little bit how how the what the reflections are and and how it is that there are three of them? Yeah, I I think the uh first uh, uh reflection that happened that uh, two thousand uh, six hundred years ago, to, to uh, from two thousand six hundred years ago to the uh, two, uh, two thousand years ago, uh, that is uh, people just want to think about uh, what is the human. What is different human from uh, different different from human from the animal and other kind of thing, including cosmos? So it's uh, what is the specific for the human and it totally differently. And uh, if the that is different. What is the, where people come from? So, what is the meaning for our the present life? And uh, where would we go into in future after die? So that is the what well, the the people think about it to seeking the religion and the faith. The second uh, reflection, yeah, it's uh, mostly like from the in the middle of the the, the time from the to, yeah uh, one one thousand twelve one thousand two hundred years after Christian yeah, to the as nineteenth century. The enlightenment. The people just think about how to the the deal with the relationship between the God and the human. How do the the it play the role for the human being? Do but you, that is enlightenment. After enlightenment, now it's a sad reflection. Now it's a, a new problem that comes comes. When you when you look back over over these times, um, is I was talking with somebody just recently who said there was a real significant uh, evolution from believing in multiple gods to deciding that there was one god. Didn't matter which religion, but all religions started revolving around a central figure. And 
do you do you look at that in in this book and I, I'm I'm leading up to asking about the differences between Eastern and Western um, political philosophy and theology, um, because I I think that there there are certain themes that are universal. They they belong in all of the religions, but yet there are key differences. Can you explain? Um, the difference between Eastern and Western? Uh, I think the Western, Eastern, it's uh, almost uh, the, the, it's believed that it's a God, many God. And it's uh, almost uh, nearly to the atheist. Atheist. Is, that means that the it's declared uh, declare there the uh believe nothing yeah. If if you the believe nothing, you you are just believe the money or material or the pragmatism. So that is the foundation of the pragmatism. The people just think about it's uh, just uh, everyone is just uh, exist alive and for the if a high level of just for money. Uh, so that is uh, that is thousands thousands of years of power and the money and the, the reputation. So that is uh, they're seeking for. So by in Western world that believe in God. The God that is means that the God is the representative of the, the public spiritual. So we were the everybody is in every individual it's very important it's active life. But why they are created by God? Only God was to worship by the people, but it, so that is means the public spiritual uh, value based on the faith, like the the life uh, value and the life for the the liberty of people and the equality. And the fairness and the justice, that is so important thing. That is because we created by God. Only God can it's have the standard to guide the individual. Only only standard only the standard that defined by defined by God it's correct. So we need the united under the, that is public spiritual defined by God to the uh, so to deal with the relationship with uh, each other. So that is totally different. 
when in that situation, it's, it's something maybe we 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 will uh, try to the the affirm people's individuals uh, benefit, but we still understand righteous righteousness of God is more important than the individuals benefit. Otherwise, the people will the, the harm each other and kill each other. They use the violence to each other. That is very terrible society. I think that is a totally it is a significant uh, difference between the Western and the Eastern uh, philosophy and faith. More with author and philosopher Do Feng He, the author of The Human Calling, straight ahead. Hello, darling. This is Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, with Tom Sumner. I'm Julie Lopez with Crime Stoppers. Have you ever wondered what to do if you have information about a crime or the whereabouts of a felony fugitive and you want the police to know but you need to remain anonymous? Well, here's what you can do. You can go to p3tips.com or download the mobile app. You can go to Crime Stoppers of Flint and Genesee County's Facebook page and click on the Leave an Anonymous Tip tab, or you can call 1-800-422-JAIL. All methods are anonymous, and if your help leads to a felony arrest, you may be eligible for a cash reward. Remember, your voice matters. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of novel or new coronavirus. If you have traveled to a country with a widespread outbreak of COVID-19, CDC recommends you stay home and check your health for 14 days after returning to the United States. Take your temperature with a thermometer two times a day. Watch for symptoms like fever, cough, and trouble breathing. And if you feel sick or have symptoms, call ahead before you go to a doctor's office or emergency room. Tell the doctor about your recent travel and your symptoms and avoid contact with others. For more information, visit cdc.gov. Hey, this is Tom from the Tom Sumner Program. Catch me and a gaggle of great guests weekdays on Our Voices Radio, WFOVLP 92.1 FM. You never know who might drop by. Joe Biden from the Blue Lions. Dan Serling. Congressman Dan Kildee. Alexander Zondrick. Actor, comedian Joe Napote. Woodrow Stanley. U.S. Senator Debbie Stabenow. State Senator Jim Ananick. Comedian Brian McCree. The unknown comic. Mark Farner. And Tom, I want you to know Tom's my friend. You are, you've always got great questions, and you know the material, and you, and you care about it, and it's, uh, it's that's impressive. Nice to be with you, Tom. And I admire you for reading all of that. I haven't read the whole thing. I'm willing to admit that. Hey, Tom, this is my favorite interview all always. It's like having coffee at the kitchen table with you. Tune in Monday through Friday from 9 to 12 right here on 92.1 of a kind and check out our website at TomSumnerProgram.com Yo, speaking. Oh dear. Honey, our car warranty is expiring again. So soon? It just expired last week. You don't even own a car! Not now, Dana. Your father's on the phone. Hey! Mom and Dad, you're being scammed! It's a robocall! Scammers are using new technology and clever tactics to make more and more calls that look legitimate, 
but are hard to trace. They can make it look like they're calling from any number, even from numbers of people you know. My robocall crackdown team is working with state and federal partners to stop the robocalls for good, but I need your guys' help. Don't trust your caller ID. Verify you're really talking to the person whose number appears when your phone rings. If you accidentally answer a robocall, hang up right away. Engaging in conversation will only lead to more calls. Use a call blocking app on your cell phone that stops robocalls before they interrupt your day. And if you do get a robocall, file a complaint with my office online at mi.gov slash robocalls. And mom, dad, please do not give your information out to these scammers over the phone. They're just trying to trick you. Well, at least they call. No, I get it, you're busy. But you know Janine's daughter is a doctor. She calls every week. A doctor. I'm Michigan Attorney General Dana Nessel. Visit mi.gov slash agcomplaints for your connection to consumer protection. Hello, this is State Senator Jim Ananick, and you're listening to Tom Sumner Program. More with author and philosopher Do Feng He, the author of The Human Calling, straight ahead. Let me ask you this, because you make reference to violence in in these reflections of history in East and West. Is is political philosophy and and religious theology is it always about curbing and or managing violence are are people just naturally violent if if not checked uh it's a just moment is it uh can you repeat the question can you repeat your core question yeah yeah i sure can um you make reference to uh various um philosophies within religions in the East and West and how they manage violence differently. And, and oh. it, it, you make it sound as though violence is, is universal, that it's sort of a natural thing, and that civilization is evolving its, its political philosophy and its religious theologies to manage a violence that seems to occur naturally. Yeah, I I, I think that is the the, the the difference. In the East, the, the country there was um, just a use power. It's a who when in the battle, who become the king, become the become the god, the human made. So that it's very less to the think about how to negotiate or the uh, peaceful the uh, discussion how to the avoid uh, the violence. But in the Western country, it's still there some of the violence. In the history, but when you look back the history, we can find that uh, the that that is uh, violence 
it's people that try tried to the the effort to avoid some of the violence. Uh, so if they can manage it, so that is well negotiated or some of the uh, yeah, discussion or some of the right letter or try to the, the avoid the, the violence. If they cannot avoid that still some war that happened. But that is the war we're talking about about the war that the Western they try to think about and reflecting it's the uh, uh, it's a lesson we learn from that is uh, that is violence or how to uh, avoid uh, avoid Something, something bad, something happened. And I was still, it's very important, important sense in the Western countries, still there are a lot of uh, missionaries who <clears throat> represented the peace of God to other countries, to Western countries. Thousands and thousands of the missionaries go to this country to uh, to to the the trans, trans, trans that is gospel to the the West country, thousands thousands of people that sacrifice their lives in the eastern country in the history. Uh, that is very totally different. But in, in the in the in the eastern country, have no not that kind of people that do something like that. You mentioned in the uh, in 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 a section the coming of the third great reflection, um, a a decline in Western um, faith in God um, that that Christianity is on the decline in the U.S., for example, and you talk about. Um, the attention being changed in uh, China and, and Asian countries as they look more to, well, it almost sounds like they're looking more to capitalism and free market things and, and paying less attention to their historic um, culture and and religious um, affiliations. Is that true? Is Is religion on the decline all over? The world. Uh, I I think that in the in the in the in the country they have not the God belief, no faith. So that is uh, we cannot find the of a views a decline. But in the Western country, uh, like the United States. It's 100 years ago. It's almost 90%, 95% people who believe the God. And there was a practice their religion on Sunday, every Sunday. They were trying to do some of the contribution to the 
for the that is uh, uh, for for goddess for 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 the some of the uh, philanthropy and the charity goddess enjoy. But but now I think that is looks decline because uh, globalization makes the young generation think about is we will all try to tolerate other couch, other couch. That's 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 good. That's okay. But 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 the situation is there was try to this give the ark. There was a treasure faith, treasure religion. There was the 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 try to become the programmatic. They just look at the money, just look at the material, and the, some look at the power and the, and the reputation, and just for for that, a lot of the fake the information in the cell phone. In that situation, people, it's there was a depart from the God. There was. That that is look at the the decline. Declines make everyone think they are what what they have said is right. Actually, that is uh, we lost the public standard defined by God. So this debate becomes very very serious. So no standard to. Uh, distinguish uh, what is right, what is wrong. Like 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 nation, when we talk about nation and country, I think we have the three very important uh, elements to construct one nation. First, it's a it's a boundary of the territory. Second, is people. Third one is the government. That is. Common sense, but now it's a, people saying it's, we don't need a boundary. People can can come to United States, whatever you legal or illegal. That is uh, ridiculous. Even without the boundary, is there without the country, without the nation? That's common sense. That lost in the United States. A lot of people who the, the is graduated, graduated from the uh, very famous the university, some some ones with master degree, some professor, some is the, the doctor, PhD. But that thing we don't need the boundary of the United States. I think that is people they were just their standard to distinguish good or the evil, replace the goodness, righteousness defined by God. So you were born. That situation, I think, is very terrible. I think the Western country is the decline. You were you were born in uh, in China. Um, how long did you live in China, and and when and how did you end up coming to the United States? I uh, I, li- I live in China the fifty nine years, almost uh, 
50 years. I come to United States seven years. Stay, stay here seven, seven years. Is there... Seven, seven years. Uh, seven years. Not a, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, you've been in this country seven years. You... And you write about Eastern and Western strengths and weaknesses in the book. The book, again, is called The Human Calling, 3,000 Years of Eastern and Western Political Philosophy. Um, let Let me ask you this. How much of the difference, well, is is there a tension now um, that that is growing between the U.S. and China? Mm-hmm. Mm, you mean tension? Is tension is changing? You mean? Oh, I was thinking uh, more maybe economic competition. You know, uh, an oh. economic war, if you will, um, is you know both countries pretty well. Uh, are the two countries um, at opposite ends of a struggle? Yeah, that is the tension. I think that is the uh, it's that it it, it, it it's uh, avoidable. Un- unavoidable, unavoidable, yeah. Because in the last forty years, the globalization is uh, is a tolerant globalization. The pe- the people think about uh, the Western country. People think that we need we need the tolerant, the different culture. It's that is lesson from the World 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 War Two. So because the Nazi the slaughtered a lot of the lives, but that is right, that is good. But on the other side, it's that is globalization is based on the recognize that we. Don't want to talk about any kind of the uh, socialism, capitalism, marketingism, or the national marketingism. They will try to neglect the difference of the value and the faith. But the situation is actually it, it's hard. Because in the long run, that is means you will the, have the two two, uh, two kind of the understanding. So like in China, they they will think the government control the assets and in company and enterprises. It's normal. It's a still the kind of the marketing system. But in the United States, the conservative that come back, they were saying that is uh, that is economic system that form the rock. 
yeah, the the philosophy philosopher rock. So that is where we were the get to the that that was that was the the subject who worked who the drive in the market system is the private. Or the pri- private can own the property. Government cannot own property. If government begin to own the property, corruption get going to the market erode. That is the mechanism, organic mechanism. There's something wrong. But in China, that's okay. Then we have government control the the company. It's a long run. It's a long time. Two two thousand years ago, China have the government the state company. Yeah. So that is long has no problem. Yeah. So in that situation, that is unfair. You know, very unfair competition between the China and the United States. Second one is in the Social civil uh, society. Civil society is uh, I, I I call it, I defined into the social market. Social market system. That is means we can do. Everybody can do, donate their money or the time to the uh, help other people or the help the society to to be the pet. But that is where the competition. Competition is that is where the donator can choose efficient and the good one, yeah. Who it's a real the philanthropy or the charity organization to the get my donation. That is a system. So save a society. But in China, if the government control, that is a the 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 social section all of them. But in that situation individual cannot play their role for the country. So that is big difference. So in that situation it's the the, the people if some of the weakness uh vulnerable group cannot get the necessary Protect from the charity and the philanthropy organization. So there is the human right. It's a, the big problem that happened. When the third one is the political system that in, in Western country is a still the marketing system. That if we want to participate in the game, you should follow that is. The, that is uh, the procedures, justice. But in China, no, that is marketing in political. The who become the the the, the number one power, he control all of them. So that is the difference. You cannot you cannot neglect the short term, but it, but it, you cannot neglect it in the long run. So today, everything is in the economic system and the social system and the political system. Everything 
accumulated into the mountain. Mountain. The trouble and trouble, problem and problem. So it's necessary, it's uh, unavoidable to the avoid the conflict and the tension between these two countries in the future. Were that you able to, opinion. speaking of the of the future, Dofeng, were you able to make some suggestions about how China and the U.S. and other Eastern and Western companies might um, coexist more peacefully? Uh, I think that, that is the it's, uh, I think that no, that's peaceful if, uh, evolution. Uh, the, the, the suggestion, I think that it's, it's hard. It's hard. That's conflict, uh, and that is, uh, is unavoidable. Uh, I am Chinese people. I love my country. I love the, that is peace, peace. Yeah, because that is, God need we 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 keep the peace, avoid the violence, but uh, it's hard in that time. But I hope that the people can converse, uh, come back, return to the arm of the God, to the pay attention to the God is the, the the definition, just the. Just realize that the people, everyone, whatever you U.S. citizen or the Chinese citizen, everyone is limited. Even if you hold the power, the huge power, you are limited. Dofeng, so you need to come back to the arm of God to find the, some of the common. Uh, Stand up. Uh, stand up. So that is the way can the seeking for the common understanding. Daofeng, we're yeah. we're running out yes. of time, and um, yeah. I, the the time has just sailed by. And I appreciate you spending this time with me and the listeners. The name of the book is "The Human Calling: Three Thousand Years of Eastern and Western Political Philosophy," by my guest, uh, Dofeng uh, He, and uh, Dofeng, uh, we um, or Dofeng. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm getting close, and I appreciate your patience. Um, but I always give guests an opportunity to let listeners know where they might find out more about what we've been talking about and about you and your work, past, present, and future. Uh, obviously, the book is a great place to start. But do you have a website you'd like to share? Uh, yeah, yeah, yes. Well, well, the. Construction the website now, yeah. Well, thank you for spending this time with me, and keep up the good work. Okay, thank you so much. Take care. Thank you, Tom. Bye bye. That was uh, Dofeng.
He, the author of The Human Calling, 3,000 Years of Eastern and Western Political Philosophy. We'll have more of the Tom Sumner program straight ahead. Old-fashioned radio For a new generation TomSumnerProgram.com 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 Hey! (laughs) This is the Unknown Comic. And guess what? You're listening to the Tom Sumner Show right now. And now. And now, too. And even now. It's 2022, and this year the Tom Sumner Program begins its 14th year. It would not be here without support through the years from individuals and organizations like these. Seth David Radwell, East Village Magazine, Flint Institute of Music, Hello, I'm Maestro Ricky DeMeg, Flint Community Schools, MTA Flint, Flint Comics and Entertainment, Hamity Complete Food Center, The Flint River Watershed Coalition, WH Wisecarver, The Genesee County Road Commission, Long Museum Auto Fair, Thomas Appliance, The Genesee Health Plan, Flipflip Technology, My Community College, it's Pure Michigan. Friends on Facebook have also helped by contributing to the show's online fundraisers two or three times a year. If you would like to help the Tom Sumner program continue to thrive by becoming a sponsor, send an email of interest to Tom at TomSumnerProgram.com. Add your name to the list of supporters, past, present, and future. Right now, the COVID-19 vaccines are available to millions of Americans, and soon, they will be available to everyone. This vaccine means hope. It will protect you and those you love from this dangerous and deadly disease. I want to go back to work, and I want to be able to move around. To visit with Michelle's mom, to hug her and see her on her birthday. You know what I'm really looking forward to is going to opening day in Texas Rangers Stadium with a full stadium. We've lost enough people and we've suffered enough damage. In order to get rid of this pandemic, it's important for our fellow citizens to get vaccinated. I'm getting vaccinated because we want this pandemic to end as soon as possible. So we urge you to get vaccinated when it's available to you. So roll up your sleeve and do your part. This is our shot. Now it's up to you. Do you ever feel like you need an attitude adjustment? Are you wishing there was a magic pill or a new app for your mobile device? Why don't you try live local music? Music can make you dance, bring back fond memories, inspire you to be more creative, whether you attend a child's school concert or recital. Go to a local symphony concert, Visit local bars and restaurants that feature dance music, sing-along piano, or jazz and blues. Music could be just what you're looking for. Supporting live local music is more than a way to support your local artists and economy. It's a great way to improve your own quality of life. Support live local music. This message is brought to you from the Tom Sumner Show. Oh. 
Yellow? Honey, it's Dana. Dana? Something must be wrong. She never calls. Dana? What's wrong? Take this down. She's stranded on the side of the road. I'm not. She needs us to send her an Amazon gift card. I don't. And she'll use it to pay the tow truck driver. I won't. Mom, Dad, that's not me. It's a scam. Scam artists will call, text, or email people trying to get them to buy a gift card from Amazon or some other company. And then ask for the gift card number over the phone. Remember, gift cards are for gifting, not for paying people. If someone asks for payment using a gift card from Amazon, Target, or some other store, it's a scam. Hang up or delete the message. These scammers are awful. Wish they'd pretend to be her brother sometimes. Mm-hmm. Be nice to hear from him. For more tips on avoiding scams, visit michigan.gov AG for your connection to consumer protection. I get the uneasy feeling Rod Serling is behind one of those doors. Rod Serling. Rod Serling. What's this, the Twilight Zone? Where is everybody? I would have been headed for the Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. If I go any lower, I'll be in the Twilight Zone. All right. Oh, but Jethro's right at home in the Twilight Zone. I'm in the Twilight Zone. Now, having made this little jaunt into the Twilight Zone, I got a feeling something strange is about to happen. Hi, this is Ann Serling, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. Another five-minute mystery. Our story takes place in Green's Gap, a small town in the Southern Cavern District. Greens Gap Hospital, Dr. Melville speaking. Doctor, doctor, there's been an accident out at Echo Cavern. Accident? What kind of accident? Two men were exploring and they got lost last night. One's unconscious. You better come quick before he's dead. I hope you know how to get out to Echo Cavern, man. Well, with the job of being town constable and ambulance driver, I reckon I know all there is to know about these parts. Ever been in the cavern, man? Once, Doc Melville, when I was a boy. Nearly got my hide tanned off by my paw. Echo Cavern's a mite treacherous place. You mean it's easy to get lost in it? Not only that, Doc. It's that cavern gas carbine. Mm, something. You mean carbon dioxide? Yeah, that's it. All of a sudden, you run into some of that stuff, and before you know it, bing, you're out. Still, people seem to be going uh, exploring in there. More fools to be. I wouldn't go into them caverns. At least... Till I was not without a dog. A dog? What for? Well, if a dog keels over, then you know the gas is collecting. I'm afraid, Mr. Gaddy, your friend is dead. Oh, poor Patsy. It wasn't from the gas, was it, Doc? That's what it looks like to me. Why'd you go into that cavern anyway? Patsy asked me to. We'd never seen a cave before. How far did you go in? Well, it didn't seem very far, but all of a sudden we lost our way. Where was that? Well, how do I know whereabouts it was if we was lost? We tried to trace our way back, but it was no use. Patsy started to get scared. It's kind of funny to see a big guy like that get scared. Yeah, he is rather big, isn't he? Yeah, six foot four. The mob used to call us Mutt and Jeff. And then what happened? Well, I was a little scared myself, but we stuck together. You know, walking in the dark with only my flash from the car. All of a sudden, Patsy killed over. From the gas? Yeah, that's what I figured. His head hit on a rock, and I guess that just about finished him off. I suppose you reckon yourself pretty lucky, mister. Yeah, sure. I figure it's because I'm only five foot three that I got out of there alive. Gas must have been just about a foot over my head. 
Yeah? And what do you think about that, Doc Melville? I think you better arrest Mr. Gotti for the murder of his friend Patsy. What was the flaw in Gaddy's story? Do you know it? In a moment, we'll hear from Lem and Dr. Melville. And now, let's see whether you're as observant as Lem and the doctor. Hey, copper, let me put my hands down. They're tired. When you're in Green Gap's jail, not before. I don't get it. It was a good story. I still can't figure out how you found out. Lem tells me they used to take dogs in the cavern because the gas is heavier than air. It collects on the floor. If you really meant gas, you would have keeled over first, before your pal Patsy. Well, what do you know? I tell you, nowadays in this murder racket, you need a college education. Another five-minute mystery. This five-minute mystery featured the voices of Rhonda Groves Young, Randy Zimmerman, Sean Cantwell, and yours truly, Tom Sumner. Stay tuned to the Tom Sumner Program for future mini-mysteries. Let me concentrate Just enough gas to get us out of this state The loot's in the trunk Now hand me that bottle of Jack No real view mirror So we can't look back 90 miles an hour Through this thing black night Half an ounce of powder Keep this bird in flight Shut up, Betty, and let me drive. Shut up, Betty, and let me drive. 
Sparks, baby's one fire cat. Don't you let him catch us anything but that. Once it gets started, that guy don't quit. Make this exit, yeah, that's it. I told my cousin we'd get there when we arrive. Shut up, baby, let me drive. Boy, that went flying by another <clears throat> another uh, show that went by quicker than I expected it to. I hope you had an easier time understanding our uh, guest this past hour, um, Dauphin He, uh, author of The Human Calling. Um, I, I had a tough time, I'll admit it. Um, but but maybe it came through better for you. Um, in uh, and, and I appreciate all of the guests that were on the show today. Um, Alan Clark in the second hour of our three-hour tour talking about um, his research and, and his book, Soldier's Blood and Bloodied Money, Wars and the Ruling Elites. And uh, we started out this morning with um, Stacy Lee talking about her best-selling novel light series and the newest installment, 10% of My Heart. And uh, Stacy was... Uh, Delightful, a lot of fun. Actually, all the guests were great today, and I uh, hope you enjoyed it. I hope you have a great weekend, and uh, I'll be back Monday morning with another edition of the Tom Sumner Program. In fact, next week, I believe... Nope, nope, we got two weeks. I was going to say, I thought next week was the last one. But uh, I'll be back on Monday with another edition of the Tom Sumner Program. I hope you will be, too. In the meantime, have a great weekend and good the night, Tom everybody. The program is a live variety show. We want to acknowledge all of our guests who play such an important role in the show and our cavalcade of cohorts from coast to coast for their regular contributions. Most of the musical accompaniment was provided by people in or from the Flint area. Many of the pre-recorded portions of the Tom Sumner program are made possible by Flint's own Steve McComb and Pencil Sketch Recording in Nashville, Tennessee. If you have comments, questions or suggestions about the show, find us on Facebook. This is Prue Clearwater. Join us next time for another edition of the Tom Sumner program. And thanks for listening.